Hi everyone, may peace be on you all and welcome to another episode of my podcast. I'm a Muslim and that's okay. So disclaimer, this episode is pre-recorded um, only because by the time it publishes, I'll be uh, at my sister's place over spring break. It's spring break in March um, in Texas and probably other states too. I, I don't know, but I know in, in Texas because both my kids will be off and uh, we'll be traveling to Atlanta, and um, so yeah, you know, my kids can visit my my sister. She, they love my my sister. And uh, since it's spring break, children will be around me. There will be no chance that there will be any silence around me. Like literally, no chance at all. Because even though they love my sister, um, they will be asking for something every, I don't know, ten seconds that's just how it is when you have little kids and they they always want something I don't know what it is I mean um, I could be that's the funny thing I could be sitting there in front of them and for an entire hour they don't want Jack and as soon as I go to the bathroom it's barely been like two minutes they'll be banging on the door outside going mom i need something and you're like what why child why like right now why do you need something like right now it's ridiculous but uh, that's how it is so anyway and since they will be off that entire week i mean there will be no chance that i will get any silence around me so i thought i'd pre-record it and then you know, you get still get to hear the podcast, and I've been meaning to do this uh, this podcast for a while. I mean, I know I had mentioned about uh, growing up in Pakistan, and I'll just give a little bit of you know, it'll be just I I don't know if it'll be a short podcast because it could be long. Maybe I'll do a two episode, two parter. I don't know. I'll figure that out by the end of it. <laughs> but anyway, so um. The thing is, for me, um, even though I I was born in the U.S., okay, I was born in Peoria, Illinois, and um, I am technically second-generation uh, immigrant. I don't know if I should call myself an immigrant. I'm U.S. citizen. I'm second-generation. Um, but uh, my experiences are very much like those uh, of those who are first generation and there's a reason for that and I think the reason I am I, I'm narrating this is that I think people don't really understand that everyone who is from an immigrant background does not have the same story um, I think the media portrays a certain you know narrative that oh um you know somebody has come from a poor oppressed background and they escape that and come to the u.s for a better life and for a lot of people and i'm not saying that that isn't true it is true for a lot of people but it's not true for every one of us um if i had to like put our story into perspective my story and my my family's I guess um I think um my dad um he is a doctor I mean not practicing but he's a uh, he is a doctor he's a psychiatrist and um he did his pre-med in Pakistan and um at that time 
he made the decision to do his residency in the US because I think he wanted more opportunities as a doctor than what I, I believe he could have found at that time. And this was the late 60s, um, that's what I'm talking about, uh, late 1960s. So yeah, he wanted more of those opportunities. It's not that he came from a poor background. They were, uh, I mean, both my grandparents were fairly well off, uh, middle class families. They were my, um, my uh, grand, grand, I think both my grandfathers were educated, um, as in that they had degrees uh, and uh, they had all their children educated as well. I mean, sent them to school and this, uh, so um, they were middle class and it's not that there, there was a lack of anything that they needed, but my dad wanted more, I think. So in the late 1960s, he came to the U.S., did his residency here. And early 70s, um, you know, he's a young, young bachelor, 25 years old. And um, uh, about time he got married, that sort of thing. <laughs> I think that's what my, my paternal grandparents, that, and th that's a very common mindset in uh, Pakistani culture that, you know, it's getting, you know, getting on, you must get married. And... Um, <laughs> My, uh, when he came back in the early 70s, um, my, uh, my, both my grandparents, uh, maternal and paternal, sort of knew each other um, through, um, and now this is where it gets tricky for me, because not a lot of people know this, I'm not just Pakistani, and I'm not just from Karachi. Um, I also have a um, subculture background. Um, my both my maternal and paternal paternal grandparents um, they come from a very specific part of India. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's the state of um, Kerala, and in Kerala, uh, which is uh, from the south of India, um, they uh, during partition they migrated to Pakistan, but they didn't speak the the national language of Pakistan they speak, spoke either English or they spoke Malayalam and my grandparents um, spoke Malayalam to one another and my parents um, uh, my mother at least speaks it and my father understands it so it was like that for them because they were born in um, uh, in Karachi Pakistan um, but my grandparents, uh, uh, in the beginning, they didn't speak a lot of Urdu because they didn't come from Urdu-speaking backgrounds. And um, and I, I think I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry, that sort of happens. But the point is, the point is that um, because they came from the same part of the world, they when you immigrate to a new place, and Karachi was technically a new place for my grandparents, you sort of... Uh, stick to your community because you share cultural aspects and uh, you know you know people from uh, uh, your own community from so my grandparents knew each other from the Malayali community the small Malayali community that does still exist in Karachi and they knew each other and um, they wanted to marry within it it's, this, this is a very common thing that does happen 
and um, they knew each other and uh, my dad came in the early 70s and my grandparents met and my uh, my my maternal grandparents they said oh yes you know a fine educated boy let's get them married and <laughs> so I mean early 70s my my parents got married and um, both of them then they moved back to the US now uh, here's the thing I mean at that time early 70s immigration um, to the US was not as complicated as it is as it is right now I mean um, from what my parents say um, you could easily apply for visas especially for spouses and green cards and it was not tricky I mean there was no hoops to jump through I mean um, and my my mother got her green card as soon as she got married and came here I mean there was no like extensive waiting and you know profiling fingerprinting and all that jazz and uh, they used to say that you know there would be agents coming to their door and saying oh do you want to bring the rest of your family in and you know you just get in touch with us and um, uh, th that's I mean when I think about it right now that's that's insane like there's literally there would be no way that I could like if I had family I wanted to sponsor some family back in Pakistan I mean if there was direct family I couldn't like I couldn't can't do it right now but they could easily do it and at that time my that's what um, my mother did that she also sponsored her brothers to come and so they could get a, a good education over here and all four of her brothers you know through that sponsorship um, came here to the US and became naturalized citizen and they've been living here for a long time now um, over 30 years easily I think over 30 years I, I would say and they've had they have their families here living here for years and um, but now I mean something like that would be unimaginable but uh, so yeah my parents got married they moved over here they moved to uh, they came to Missouri and uh, after a little while after my dad was done with his residency and he got his first job in Peoria Illinois and uh, moved there that's where I was born and this was you know uh, from the early 70s to the early 80s you know they uh, they lived into they lived in the US all three of us were born here first my sister my brother and then me in 1982 um, and um, and at that time uh, in especially in a place like Peoria it's not big um, I've only been there like once or twice I mean it's not a big uh, big city um, it's um, it's it's medium-sized city but it, it uh, at that time especially there was not a whole lot of diversity um, in Peoria there were some immigrant families not a whole lot and it's a uh, it's a tricky it was a tricky time I think to um, raise children especially if you come from immigrant backgrounds with not a whole lot of uh, people um, whom uh, you could culturally relate to and I think for a lot of minorities especially immigrant minorities that is something that they do hold dear because um, there is a sort of an itch and I can I can only call it an itch because you grow up in a certain 
culture and environment and then you move to another one and i'm not saying that my parents you know didn't have friends that were not uh pakistani or, or indian background they had a lot of white friends because you know uh, my dad would work there he had lots of work colleagues lots of friends there and i know that i've, I've met them you know they were very dear friends to my my parents but uh, it it's it's sort of like um there are certain aspects of our culture and our backgrounds that um people who are not from that culture can't relate to or won't be able to understand i think my parents felt that very heavily at that time especially under those circumstances where they uh could not they would not be able to impart upon us the importance of coming from a pakistani background or its uniqueness as well if they, we were raised over here so i think my at that time in 1985 my parents made the difficult decision to um leave everything that they had in the us and and go back to pakistan because my uh, my entire family was there at that time i mean this was before my um my uncles my uh, my mother's brothers came to the us to study everybody everybody else from my family was back in pakistan you could i mean name any like uncle aunts grandparents everybody they were there in pakistan but my my parents were the only one in the us and it's it's hard it's it becomes very lonely especially with the us so big i mean even if they did have family in the us they would be really far apart and that's one of the things that i uh, you know sort of miss when i was growing up in pakistan uh, we our family was always very close by I mean maybe maybe half an hour's drive you could you go to anybody and you know you always have like tons of cousins to play with and you know mess around with and make noise have fun that sort of thing so my parents moved back in 1985 and um I I my sister she's older than I am and she was much older when we uh when we moved back and she has memories of being uh in the US but I don't um all my earliest memories are from Pakistan and i mean i can't i, I don't remember remember a time was when i was not in like some uncle's house playing with some cousin or messing around uh you know with a large number of her family around us i can't remember a time before that and um so i um grew up there i was there from 1985 onwards until 2007 yeah that's when i got married but i've done all my education from there i mean i i mean if i had to do an equivalence did my high school i guess i don't i hesitate to call it high school because we don't have 12 great grades i mean some places you have 10 grades and then uh some places you have 11th Uh, 11 grades I did like the 11 grade system which is called the O level system it's the British system anyway and um then I did my two years of uh, I I uh, let me call it pre-college so I mean I don't know how to like uh, translate it it's called A levels again another British examination um you know one of the presents left behind by colonization uh we uh, got the british education system as a gift um and i mean i'm not complaining it, it's a good standard of education um and but it's just it doesn't translate to the us system 
so i mean and um i was you know uh, at that time especially my mom really wanted one of us to be a, a doctor i mean i don't know if uh, any of you are aware but if you're like ever encounter any people from pakistan slash india you will know that a majority of them are either doctors engineers or in it <laughs> because <laughs> i don't know what it is but a lot of uh, pakistani indian parents are ha- have this mindset that those are the the jobs to like get into it's um respectable like with the air quotes respectable and makes a lot of money and all that like my i mean my mom especially like she wanted to be a doctor she can be a doctor at that time but she wanted us to be a doctor but i don't think that any one of us really had that inclination so i've done my pre med i mean i mean those two years of extra of college in the middle i did all my pre med subjects but i was always the one that was artistically inclined i was heavily into illustrating drawing animation i mean that was always my thing but at that time when i was growing up those were not viable subjects that i could pursue um in school especially um now it's different and i'm so glad it is they do offer like extensive art subjects in um in school which is great um but at that time they didn't and um so i did my pre med and i was all set to go to some random I don't know science subject it was not going to be med med school <laughs> and my my mom was so disappointed when it wasn't but um uh but then I you know I got my big break and uh, when I was in university they offer they started offering um at least uh, they started a department of uh, visual arts and I was like this is where I'm going like right now like <laughs> and I I signed up I enrolled and you know I did my bachelor's in graphic design and uh, that is you know that's how the art side of me like got its outlet you know those four years I mean I I thoroughly enjoyed them and um and after four years I got my bachelor's degree and um and and then i again uh, it was a tricky time in pakistan you know art subjects really did not have a lot of uh how should i put it um um job uh, outlets yeah <laughs> guy that's that's how I, i mean uh it would be hard for me to get a job but you know i it when i as soon as i graduated i was fortunate enough um one of my professors you know he said you know there's a job at in an advertising agency i was like hey i'll i'll, I'll go for it i you know i'll i'll do it i've got got my bachelor's in graphic design like might as well start with that and that's what i did for like 2 years just before i got married i mean i worked in advertising and it was and uh, it was at that time you know i i i really really uh, i i i don't even know how to describe it but it's It was like I loved working so much. Uh it's it's like the the fact that you uh, especially in advertising that when you um I used to be like a a creative conceptualizer conceptualizer <laughs> and a copywriter as well and I did a little bit of uh marketing journalism what you create you can 
you can you send out there into the world and you can see it and it's so it's 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 amazing it's amazing it's an amazing feeling that you can you can see other people like look at it and really get something from it and uh, I really really enjoyed that but um like two years in and um I had this was oh gosh um like early 2007 and um this at I was about how old I don't gosh I can't even remember back that far anyway <laughs> I'm old no um I was 25 yes I, I think I know I must like 24 25 anyway and you know same spiel as my dad you know you're getting on you know must find a nice man get married that sort of thing and um <laughs> and here's the thing um uh, culturally in Pakistan um especially at that time um Oh, really? You you can say uh, religious norms. Um, dating was not a thing. Still, well, I don't. I can't say still anymore. Like honestly, if I had to, but uh, dating was not a thing, and it was not. Uh, I mean, it's not something I was going to um, pursue anyway. Uh, I mean, th- again, I, I'm. I'm not here passing judgments on anybody, like literally nobody. But it was not something that I was like going to do. Uh, it's hard to explain, but that's that's how I've always been. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I I really can't see myself. <laughs> like really, like you know, uh, when you see it in movies, you're like, this is too much effort. I. I don't think I can work with this, okay? <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and a lot of people would be assuming that I, I had an arranged marriage, and I hate that term, only because it's it's it sets up an image in your mind that I was forced to marry somebody, but I wasn't. Um, it's I I think the better uh, term for it is that. What it what exists in Pakistan, and again, it's not a perfect system, but it's a matchmaking system. It's that sort of thing. And so, what happens is is that families meet and they sort of, you know, um, come uh, with, uh, I guess, oh, what they would like to to have in a boy slash girl, and you know, uh, the matchmakers themselves then match them out according to what. Uh, each and every family is like oh I want a boy who's like this this who has this disqualification like this that and then uh, the uh, other side would be like I want a girl who has this disqualification such and such and then the matchmaker would bring them together according to that and then if they like each other then they go forward with marriage and stuff like that and uh, then you know that's how it was uh, at that time I don't know if it's changed much or not but uh, that's how it was when uh, you know I was growing up uh, over there and um, that's how uh, I experienced it and uh, again it's not a perfect system only because I mean and I guess this is similar in dating as well you do like encounter a lot of weirdos I mean Ooh, the stories I could tell about that. Ooh. But <laughs> I mean, like, even without the dating, you know, I've got some of my own horror stories. And it's, 
but you know after like going through like a lot of um i guess <laughs> encountering a lot of frogs you know we finally you know me and my family and my husband's family were matched together again through the matchmaker system and uh, you know we it was decided that you know it that it would work out that sort of thing and um 2007 um we got married and um uh we then uh, it, it was uh, he was actually my husband uh he's a physician and uh, he was applying for residency over there so after we got married um we moved to the US because that it would make the process easier uh because he was applying for residency there as well so that is the, the time like after a good oh gosh um being almost in the US for like 20 over 20 years uh, being in Pakistan for over 20 years growing up there i then experienced the US again for the first time in 2007 and it it wasn't like i hadn't been to the us in the middle i mean my parents had brought us uh, in 1996 for the, that was the first time i was 14 then uh they brought us to the us and um they um you know just to take take us around we did a, a huge uh, uh, road trip by car you know without the gps and my mom would have this huge map out and they'd be navigating like exits and which uh highways to take it was it was a lot of fun and we went all across the US from the east coast to the west coast and it was it was good fun we saw you know a lot of things in the US and but this was 1996 and again i came in 2001 when my sister had already been married and she also moved to the US and uh, she there were ex- uh, she was expecting her first first baby and that's the uh, the second time i came but all, most of these times i came as a tourist I mean it's it's weird but that's how it was even though I was born in the US but every time I visited I was I came in as a tourist and it was only after 2007 that I really really lived here and uh experienced life in the US and um um So that is why in the beginning um I said that even though I'm second generation uh American citizen um my experiences after 2007 were very much like uh being first generation. So I mean um oh I've been going at it for almost half an hour but so I mean I'll continue on um in my uh next episode um Uh, which I'll, you know, air next week after I come back from spring break and I'll uh, you know, I'll delve in deeper about how um my experience then in the US. Again, this is a complete completely different time from when my parents were in the US and how it was as a second generation/first generation um immigrant to the US. So until then, uh may peace be on you all and have a great day. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.